0: So this is Psalm 62, and if you've got a church Bible, it's page 462. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down? this leaning wall, this tottering fence. Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Surely the low-born are but a breath, the high-born are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they're nothing. Together, they are only a breath. Do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken. Two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. We turn to Matthew chapter 7, reading verses 24 to 27, which is on page 788. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Hear the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: Well, it would be good to have your Bibles open at Psalm 62. Good morning, everyone. Great to be with you. And a special congratulations. Have we not said this already? Did you forget? Oh, right. Josh and Elise got engaged. Well done, guys. Super exciting. Sorry, Rob, took your thunder. Super exciting. Praise God for you guys. Well, let's pray and ask for God's help as we come to his word. Father, we thank you that you speak you haven't left us in the dark and we ask now that as we come to your word that you would speak to us, you'd illuminate our hearts by your Holy Spirit, that you'd change us wherever we're at with you. May we see that you are our rock and you are our salvation, you're our fortress, so we won't be shaken. Amen. Well, we've just come back from holiday down south in Denmark, so prepare yourself. There's going to be a lot of Denmark stories in the next few months. Uh, we love Denmark. We've been going to Denmark for quite a long time. I told you Denmark. Here's the first one. We uh, have been going for a long time as a family, going to Denmark. We have a, a little um, family place down there, and uh, it's been great fun for us. And it's a place of deep rest and fun adventures as well. It's either you know lying on the bed reading books or getting bogged with Land Cruiser down the beach. Now, I've worked out pretty quick that the first one, reading books on the bed, my wife loves. But the second one, she absolutely hates. Uh, I've been bogged quite a few times down south. Anyone else been bogged? Come on, men. And women. Yeah, okay, good. Um, I've got a really awesome bog story, which I'm going to hold off for another, another time. But um, this Denmark holiday, we took a very annoying pest with us. Not my children <laughs> and not my dog. It was COVID. We took COVID. I tested positive maybe a day uh, before we left and then it made its way through to Sam and then Lucy and Kate and Kinney uh, somehow dodged it. But having COVID in Denmark changes the holiday completely. Uh, I was lying on the bed uh, thinking, I wish I could enjoy this, looking out the window but just feeling absolutely terrible. It's kind of a strange feeling because you're at a place where you're supposed to be relaxing and enjoying but you're sick as a dog. And while I was lying there thinking about this, I thought, "Maybe this is a little bit of a snapshot of Perth, isn't it? We want to enjoy life, whether it's lying around relaxing or enjoying adventures, but we can't fully get what we're looking for. Something stops us from getting that deep relaxation, that inner rest. In Denmark, I know what stopped me from enjoying rest. It was COVID. In Perth, I think the thing that stops me and most of us is quite often restlessness. We are busy trying to find something, and the amazing, well, the crazy thing is, we're really busy trying to find rest. We're restlessly trying to find rest. We're not talking about spiritual rest, uh, physical rest, I'm talking about spiritual rest. There's two types, right? Physical rest is what I wanted in Denmark. I want to lie around or get bogged on the beach and dig it out. It's fun, it's restful, it's relaxing. Spiritual rest is different and not everyone gets it. Most of us here, I think, have spiritual rest. But there's two parts to spiritual rest and they come up in Psalm 62. Security and salvation. Security is about being confident of your safety now. It uh, boils down to protection and consolation. It's why we put locks on our houses. Salvation is being about confident about later. It's about knowing that you'll be right after you die. And this morning, we're going to look at both of those. Jesus tells us where to find them. Deep soul rest. You probably already know that the Psalms are lyrics in uh, the Bible of songs that the Old Testament people sang. So we're having a sneak peek over the summer into a, a bunch of lyrics of songs. And uh, this one in Psalm 62, if you uh, notice, the very first line is, for the director of music, to uh, for Jedithan, who was probably a musician, a psalm of David. So David wrote the words and Jedithan wrote the music. It's a hit combo um, trying to think about who else is a hit combo. Anyway, come back to that later. We get this amazing song of confidence and here's the big idea of it. This thing, I don't think it's going to work. No. There we go. Did you do it or did I do it, Ross? Okay, cool. God alone gives true rest by being our only security and salvation. That's the big idea For us this morning, security and salvation. So have a look at verse 1 of, uh, actually it's verse 2, verse 1 is what we just looked at, the preamble to the psalm, but in our Bibles it says verse 1, God alone gives true rest by being our only secure place in Jesus. That's what verse 1 says, a very uh, well-known verse. Have a listen. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Do you feel that confidence David has. There's an inner soul confidence here that, that I, uh, truly my soul finds rest in God. That literally reads, Only to God is my soul silent. There's that peace aspect. You know, there's no restlessness here. It's absolute peaceful rest. And it's a spiritual thing, isn't it? Why? Because God alone is his rock. His safe place. But not just his rock, did you see? Also his fortress. It's hard not to think about David now sitting on this huge rock somewhere in a dusty hotter place than right now uh, place. And he's got this protective fortress around him. It's like a warrior in a castle. He's shouting out, I will not be shaken. But it's not because of him. It's because of where he is. God is his secure place. And did you notice the chorus is repeated in verse 5? Have a look there. This is a song. You get a chorus. And the choruses are usually the main point. The chorus is, verse 5, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Now, did you see some slight changes there in the chorus this time? He's not saying, God, you are my rock and my salvation. I find rest in you. He's telling his soul to find rest. Did you see that? Yes, my soul, find rest in God. He's telling himself to find what he has already. Do You get it? He's saying, come, my soul, don't forget. It's the daily battle for the attention of your soul. You wake up in the morning and your soul tries to find rest in other stuff what happens David knows it he knows it's true of him that he has rest in God alone but he has to tell his soul to find rest in God alone and that's what we need to do too find rest o oh my soul in God alone you must tell yourself find rest o oh my soul in God alone now denmark story number 2 Anyone heard of a place called William Bay? Kind of near Denmark. Beautiful place. And down in William Bay, there's a place called Elephant Rocks. And it's called Elephant Rocks because of the size of these rocks. Uh, way bigger than an elephant. It, must, it should be called Massive Elephant Rocks. Now, if you go up to Elephant Rocks, you can stand on the tallest rock. Some idiots jump off those rocks. I've never done that. Um, but I've stood on the rocks. Now, if a wave comes, it's never going to touch you because of the rock. When you stand on that biggest rock, you you feel safe and secure. Sometimes you get that jittery kind of feeling that this is way too tall for me. But no wave's going to get you. In a world where waves will constantly come at us, what are you going to stand on? Where are you going to go so you can sing which we're going to sing soon, it is well with my soul. What rock are you going to stand on? Because there are false rocks. David tells us two false rocks that we try and stand on. Did you see them? People and money. Verse 3, people. How long will you assault me, people? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me. From my lofty place they take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but with their hearts they curse. People are not a good place to try and find your security, your safety. No, they are destructive, selfish and deceptive. That's what we are naturally like. How long will you assault me? They devise ways to sin, to take advantage of David, like pushing over a wall that's tottering. I'm 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 struggling. They just push him over. With their mouths they bless, in their hearts they curse. What's the point? You can't trust human beings for your security. Humanity is unreliable. But we still keep trying, don't we? Have you ever heard, oh, she's my rock. He's my rock. No, they're not. My best friend's my rock. Oh, I'm, just, I'm my rock. I, tr- I only trust me. If you put your trust in human beings instead of God, if you make a human your rock, if you make yourself your rock, you'll come crashing down. It's like me going to elephant rocks. De- Denmark story number three. It's like me going to elephant rocks. And there's this huge wave coming. Tsunami. Massive. And I grab my wife, Kinney, and I shove her out in front of the wave. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? She's not my rock. We both need to get on the rock. We both need to go up to elephant rocks and the wave won't get us. And yet, we try to look to people for our security. What about money? Surely cash will make it happen. No, David says from verse 9, have a look. The lowborn are a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they're nothing. That's people who make it in life, people who don't make it in life, together they're only a breath. Do not trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen goods. Listen to this. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. David puts it all on a scale, did you see? The, the ones who make it in life have lots of money and lots of good stuff. And the ones who don't, and he said, they don't work, it doesn't work. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. It's very tempting to think that we're more secure when we have more in our bank account or us, our assets are growing or whatever. And when they're not, when we don't have much to feel insecure. Trusting money to give us security is like me going to Elephant Rocks, Denmark story number four. And I see a huge wave coming, the tsunami's coming, and I pull out my Westpac app. Hmm. Oh yeah, I'm alright. No, no, no. I have to get on the rock. People can't do it. Money can't do it. God alone gives true rest by being our only secure place. So, How does that work in everyday life? Well, Jesus gives us clarity. I don't think this is working, Russ. I'll get you to flick it to the next one. Listen to these words that we read already. Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew, the difficulties came, all the problems of this world beat on your house, on your life, yet it did not fall. Why? Because it had its foundation on the rock. The only secure place is God in his son Jesus Christ and his words to you. That's the only secure place in this life. If you want to build your life on the rock, you must come to Jesus. You must listen to Jesus. You must build your life on Jesus and his words. He is the rock. He is the fortress. And the way you build, the way you get onto the rock, is to trust him, listen to his words, and grow in him. There's no magic spell to become more spiritual away from Jesus Christ. The way you grow is to remain in him and to be built up in him. Now, most of us here trust Jesus. We're building our lives on the rock. The rain still comes, the waves still hit us, the storms still beat, but we won't fall. Why? Not because of us, but because of him who died and is risen. What do we need to do? We need to speak to our souls. Find rest, not in that person, not in that bank account or lack of it, in the one who died and was risen. Find rest, oh my soul. Wake up tomorrow. I've been doing it all week because the psalm told me to. It's amazing. Just speaking to myself, not listening to myself. You get it? If you listen to yourself, you'll hear all sorts of crazy stuff all sorts of ridiculous things, all sorts of things that will distract you from Jesus. If you speak to yourself, then you control what goes in. You control Jesus coming into your life. Speak to yourself. Stop listening to yourself. Listen to the words of Jesus. Allow them to go into your soul. If you're not a Christian here this morning, it's great to have you with us. If you're not sure where you're at with Jesus, here's the question. Where's your rock? When the waves come, when difficulties come, will you stand secure with the rock that you've got at the moment? God alone gives true rest by being our only secure place. Number two, God alone gives true rest by being our only salvation in Jesus. Now have another look at verse 1. We're almost done here, but we need to see that this is a two-sided coin, isn't it? Deep soul rest is security and salvation, now and later. Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He's my fortress, I won't be shaken. And then we flick to the chorus. Did you see it in verse 5? It repeats it differently. Verse 1 says, my soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. Verse 5 says, find rest on my soul in God alone. My hope comes from him. Fleshing out what salvation means for us. It means hope for the future. Not I hope it will happen, but a secure and certain hope based on Jesus Christ. And it means glory, did you see, in verse 7. My salvation and my honour depend on him. That word is glory. Because salvation and glory go together. They're not our birthright. We don't kind of wake up and you're glorious. God gives you his glory. I can't glory in myself, but I receive it from another So you don't have hope and salvation and glory just because you're born on this planet. You have it because it's given to you. David says it comes from another, from him who died and was risen. And then he brings it all together, did you see, in verses 11 and 12. One thing God has spoken, two things I've heard, it's a poetic way of saying there's two things here. Power belongs to God. With you belongs steadfast love and you reward everyone according to what they've done. Now, just as we're wrapping up, David gets extremely personal. Did you see it? Up until now, he's called God, God. But did you see in verse 12 what he calls God? Lord. That's his covenant personal name, Yahweh, which means his, his promise-keeping name. The God who saved his people from slavery in Egypt, brought them out to pro- the promised land, is this God whom... David is addressing we've got the covenant keeping name of God and we've also got the covenant love said, yes, steadfast unshakable love and David reminds us of two things to finish off this psalm God is powerful he's able to be your rock and God is loving he's willing to be your rock over Christmas this is a non-Denmark story Over Christmas, I I, I told the story of a very strong man who saved me at Lake Munger. Uh, Some of you heard it. Uh, I was about three years old, and I fell into Lake Munger, um, not on my own. A big guy pushed me in. I was probably because he was five years older, but I was five centimetres taller. But he pushed me in into deep water, and I'm struggling and struggling, and all of a sudden, I feel this huge hand reach down and grab me and pull me out. Some guy had seen me, seen it happen, and walked and he said, hey, called my mum over. Now that man was both strong and kind. He was able to save me because he was strong. I I keep thinking that hand was like double the size of my hand. It was a huge hand. He was a very strong man. But he was also willing. Because he was kind. God is both strong. And kind. And David wants us to remember that now as we finish up this psalm. For David, God is personal. Did you see it? My soul finds rest in God alone. He is my salvation, my rock, my fortress, my hope, my glory, my refuge. Very, very personal, isn't it? Can you say, what is my hope and my salvation? Have a think about that as we hit the new year. Can you say that? Jesus says in Matthew 11, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you what? Rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul." That's where David's pointing us to. He's pointing us to the words of Jesus. Jesus says, you want deep rest? Come to me. Do you want someone who is both able, who is powerful and loving to save you? Come to me. The only place you will find the security and the salvation is Jesus Christ alone. And what happens at the cross We see Jesus is both able, he's the perfect sacrifice, and he is willing, he's loving and kind. We see two things at the cross, the power of God and the love of God. The power of God to deal with your sin and the love of God to take it away. He gave his son for who? For you. So we wrap it all up by seeing that a Christian is someone who rests in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Jesus says it is finished. Everything that needs to be done is done. And so we look out there and we don't need to be restless anymore because everything that needs to be done, everything necessary for you to be completely right with God and have deep soul rest is completely and utterly done. There's no more doing to be done. Jesus' work on the cross has done it all. So what do we need to do? Merely verse 8. Trust in him at all times, O people, pour out your hearts to him, for he is, God is our refuge. Trust him at all times. When the waves come, where are you going to stand? What are you going to listen to? What are you going to speak to yourself? Pour out your heart to him. Speak to your soul and tell it. Find rest, O my soul, in Jesus Christ and him alone. And then we can sing, which we're going to now. It is well with my soul. Let's pray as the musos come up. We're going to sing that song together. Let's let's pray and ask for God to help us as we leave here to be people who speak to ourselves the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that Jesus has finished all the work. We thank you that you're powerful and loving powerful to deal with our sin and loving to give your son and so we say we, we rest in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. May we be a people here who walk out and tell our souls find rest in Jesus and him alone and it will be well with our souls. Amen. Let's stand and sing.